Welcome to the suburbs with Andy and Greg. So good morning. How are you? Great. Rolling down the river. What river? Columbia River. Now, isn't the Columbia River to run through Boardman, Oregon? That's a shout out to the 541. Yo, what's up, my brothers? So what's going on? There's this weird thing going on in my neighborhood right now. And I'm, I think I'm watching evolution in play as I walk Jeffrey every morning. In real time. Real time evolution. There is a red-tailed hawk that has decided that circling and hunting squirrels and chipmunks is really for the birds, pun intended. <laughs> and it ground hunts. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> so every morning, all week long, since I've been back from mom duty, we're walking at like 6.15 in the morning, mm -hmm. and this hawk is on the ground listening for worm i've watched it catch worms it's killed all the squirrels and <laughs> no chipmunks. it is no. They're, they're plentiful there are there are so many rabbits and squirrels in our neighborhood we need some more red fox to kind of balance the power there are two yards that are its favorite yards they're across the street from each other uh, it's bigger than a cat and it's always kind of in the same areas and jeffrey clicks into his natural instincts of being a hunting dog and will stop and point oh really literally literally say there it is and freezes and i can't get him to move and so we sit there and watch the hawk hunt for worms seriously like it was raised by robins and does he then go to the river and uh, try to catch fish i think he lives on a flat in the river <laughs> <laughs> in an artist community <laughs> prefers tea over water there you go yeah Mm -hmm. that type that type <laughs> has a beret wee <laughs> wee oui, oui. <laughs> and i thought okay is it injured no because he had enough of jeffrey stalking it it flew fine didn't limp didn't kind of hobble flew up and landed on a wire like the uh, with the other birds they're not afraid of them like normally they are chasing them have you ever seen you know they're you see a hawk a lot of times, and there's some little bird just fit to be tied and chasing it and dive bombing it. Chasing the hawk? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. What? No, really? No. Oh, man. Yeah, they'll like they'll raid the nest or pick on somebody, and the, the other birds just want none of that, and so they chase it, and they dive bomb it until it's out of their territory. So how's the jackal population in your neighborhood? <laughs> I go back to mom duty on... Uh, Monday evening, she's got this weird thing going on where she thinks that there's a secret passage in her house and a secret closet. And so she said, uh, and I'm like, really, a secret closet? Um, yes. Do you want me to show it to you? I said, yeah, I do want to see that. <laughs> this so I got to see. She leads me upstairs, and she she just, like, all of a sudden, she's, I can't find it. <laughs> Extremely secret. <laughs> it's that much of a secret. But she thinks... And invisible. <laughs> probably. Only to the unknowing. Like, the people that know, they can see it. Kind of like the emperor's new clothes. <laughs> right. She thinks that the cats and dogs can go through the secret passage 
and Jeffrey can wreak havoc with the cats. So she's always locking the cats in a room, and I won't know it. And so I'll say, hey, it's, it's about lunchtime. Do you want to go to the gym? And she'll say, yeah, and I'll go upstairs because she gets for she forgets that we're going to the gym and so i have to go retrieve her and then all of a sudden there's there's a door shut mm-hmm. and i'll open the door and the, one of the cats will just like come bursting <laughs> thank god you came i've been holding its breath the entire time glad that's over right until the next time until the, yeah later that day it's just been a, it's been a hard day with a lot of memory issues. So I come in and I hear, Greg! Greg! Now, has, has the cat locked her in the room? <laughs> 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 this is where we're going. <laughs> Glad that's over. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be perfect? Just <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and so I just think, oh, man you know i don't know she she doesn't have anything sharp she can't is she hurt isn't she hurt i don't want to go up there right now okay all right so i go up the stairs and she's laying on the floor with an empty bowl in her hand and i go what's up julie (laughs) because obviously she's not hurt oh it's horrible the cats someone locked them in my room and i need to feed them and i can't get i don't know where the food is and i go what are you gonna crawl like a caterpillar to the food you're laying on the floor (laughs) and uh, look man we're laying low (laughs) she's laying she is laying low extremely low And I said, we have talked about this, Julie. You can't feed the cats in your room. No litter box in your room. No feeding the cats in your room. They're, they're, I'm afraid that they're starving. And and at right like on cue, she's got this Himalayan that that has enough fat for two cats in it. And it just goes walking by like Garfield. Sup? <laughs> <laughs> Peace hey. out. Peace out, brother. And just goes strolling by. The other one is asleep on the back of the couch. Not starving. Not starving. Not usually. That's not the behavior of a starving cat. You know, maybe they'd be in the yard with the hawk, like leaning its ear, waiting for worms to move. And it's kind of like that every day. So she has this hallucination that she's dying and believes it. So she says, call Greg and tell him I'm dying. Which is almost like a psychic. <laughs> like no. if you're, I don't know how many people go. Hey, would you call such? <laughs> could you order pizza and yeah. tell Greg I'm dying? I've got a, a list. <laughs> Get milk, right? <laughs> feed, feed the cat. I'm dying. Not in that order. So we had an appointment with the neurologist scheduled for like a week and a half after that. So there was no real need to jump into emergency mode and call people because they're not gonna i mean the man those people are booked out a year in advance you know what i mean sure kind of like the mole patrol (laughs) exactly they're booked out very busy there are a lot of moles out there you know what i don't think the hawk is hunting any of them (laughs) i get up there 
And my sister has bought this baby monitor with a black and white screen. So it's almost like if it's dark enough, it's like ghost like night vision. Yeah, it's 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 creepy. Like those paranormal shows. Yes, it's exactly like that. Yes. So I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for hmm, there's an entity. Yeah, something to kind of kind of like come out, rise from her body at night. Where are the Fritos? <laughs> I gotta feed the cat. <laughs> yeah. And so I uh, so she rallies and decides that she's not dying the day I get there. Good. Can't take credit for it. But, but it happened. Good. And so I said, do you want to come down for lunch? And she said, I believe, yes. I, I believe I want to come down for lunch. So she comes down for lunch and then goes back. Do you want to come down for dinner? Yeah, I do want to come down for dinner. And she can't, she can't get dressed anymore. She, she tries. And so she'll put her arm through the neck hole of the <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and then she'll just, like, we were sitting out. This porch. is good enough. <laughs> this will do. <laughs> She she goes, I believe I'm chilly. We're out on the porch. It's screen and porch. You know, it's nice out. I said, okay, I'm going to go get a sweatshirt. I go, okay. So she comes back. She's got the arm through the neck hole into the sleeve, and she just sits down. And so I thought, I, I don't want to act like I need to help her, but when she asks for help, I'll help her. Right. And so she's sitting there, and, and it's like a pitcher in in the next in between innings mm -hmm. you know have you ever seen them yeah, where right. they're just wearing the jacket Keeping their arm warm <laughs> yeah that's what she so she was <laughs> julia comfortable <laughs> i believe i am <laughs> yeah you want some sunflower seeds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big league chew Chaw. <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh at one point i'm looking at her and she's looking at me and she goes i, I can't get the rest of this on and i said do you want some help yes i want some help Okay, so I help her with it on. I'm going to relax until about 6 p.m. and then make dinner. She said, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So she has dinner, and then I said, okay, I'm going to give you your medicine at 7.30. So before we do that, um, we need to put your briefs on and uh, get you ready for bed. And she goes, oh, um, well, you know, I want you to know that I had a very nice time at dinner and I enjoyed our conversation, but I'm not having sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you don't know how true that is. You're my mom. We aren't going to have sex. Trust me. <laughs> that was never a part of the plan. <laughs> that was not on that list. <laughs> no, no. The milk and eggs, maybe, yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, sex with mom, no bueno. And so that's become a nightly thing. Like, uh, I mean, I have the nightly thing that, that for me is I got to get her dressed. And there was one time where I didn't do that. This friend that I ski with, Stephen A. and his girlfriend Vicky invited me over for dinner. I said, I can come over for dinner, but it's going to have to be later because she takes her meds at 7 30 and I, I need to be there to mm -hmm. give her her meds i give her her meds and then i go over jeffrey goes with me because they've got a little dog blue and they they love to play mm -hmm. and um i'm there for like two hours and i start to feel i need to go back because i can't stay in the cottage anymore i have to stay at mom's now she's 24 7 care i feel like i need to be there you've been gone long enough too long and she's at the base of this hill and as i'm winding down the hill i have a shot 
straight into the windows of her bedroom and I see her up and it's like 10.30 going on 11. I thought, man, that's weird. I wonder what she's doing. And so... <laughs> could be anything. <laughs> it, yeah, well, it sure could. So <laughs> I come in the house and I, there's a baby gate that I put in the doorway between the family room and the rest of the house and Jeffrey stays in the family mm -hmm. room kitchen. And so I put the gate up again and... um as I'm going up the stairs, I hear hot-blooded, like 70s rock awesome, coming from my mom's bedroom. She's just not a, a music pro. We've covered that sure. already when we were talking about Marie. Deep as snow. Yeah. <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> she, yes. She, she's a spoken word person, doesn't listen to music. So Was it Joel Olstein singing 70s? No, it was Foreigner. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe Joel Olstein's classic rock album. It wasn't awkward like that. It was, it was really Foreigner. There's an AM radio station, WLKI, spinning the hits. And she'll listen to it for weather and traffic on the nines or whatever. And, <laughs> and so that's on, on her clock radio. She's got her sunglasses on, a hat, her clothes are on still, and she's walking laps around the part of her bedroom, like at the foot of her bed. That before you get to the bathroom and the walk-in closet, there's this space of room. Right. She's doing laps <laughs> with Foreigner playing. And I said, what's up, Julie? And she goes, I'm exercising. <laughs> and, and uh, like, pushes me off like a running back. Like, I get the stiff arm. And I said, I think it's time for bed. And, and she's like, what? I said, yeah, it's going on 11. Oh, what's with the sunglasses? <laughs> she's like Ray Charles impression all this. Powered down a big blonde. <laughs> Got the classic rock on the glasses. Does oh. she have a bag of chips? Or? Oh, she is a chip person. She is. I got her all settled down, but man, that was, it was just, she's got the crazy lady hair going with the hat and the sunglasses. And, and at that point I knew, okay, I can't leave until she's in bed. So fast forward to, to she thinks she's dying again and we go to the neurology visit and my sister is hoping that the neurologist is going to say oh she's going to be in bed within four months and i'm going to write an order for palliative care mm -hmm. and we go into this visit and he's got these diagnostic tests or benchmark tests and so he'll say, I'm going to say three words. I want you to remember them and repeat them. And then throughout the course of the, of the appointment, he'll call those words. Okay, tell me those words. Mm -hmm. And then he'll ask, you know, what's your birthday? What county are you in? What city are you in? Do you like foreigner? Do you like foreigner? <laughs> so at the neurology appointment, she rallies and answers every question right. Every question. Except... When it came to draw the clock face. Versus drawing a pistol? Yeah. Right. And so he draws the circle, and then he says, I want you to fill in the numbers, and then he'll say, I want you to make it 10 after 2. You know, he should have asked her to draw 25 or 6 to 4. <laughs> but that's in steps. So step one is put the numbers on there. Right. She drew, I mean, tiny. It was like she had a magnifying glass to draw the number two. And the number two was like down in the four area. 
And that was, she got nothing after that. She's like, I got nothing. Okay, can you show me withdrawing hands what 10 minutes after two is? No, she can't. So he's like, okay. And so then my sister's like at, waiting to ask the golden question. Do you think it's time for palliative care? He's like, no, no, I don't. But I can send an email to her family practice doc saying, can you get her a copy of Foreigner's Greatest Hits? <laughs> They need to reevaluate her because apparently some people recover from dementia. That's not true. Yeah, like it's the flu. Oh, I thought I had dementia, <laughs> but it turned out to be a cold. You know, we've got uh, trying to keep track of all the spinning plates in this busy retired lives. We have relegated ourselves to, uh, we have these permanent notes that we have that uh, one says, pull water on, one that says, back gate open, one that says, soldering iron on. Soldering iron? And uh, there may be a couple more. I call it my Alzheimer's starters kit. <laughs> but okay, so let me ask you something about that. My mom has one on her mirror that's that's something like peace of love. And I, I can't remember. Make every day the best day. Something like that, yeah. Let's just say the soldering iron on one. Right. Okay, so uh, always an important one. Could cause a fire. I'm guessing could cause a fire. Is that why you've got it on there? People think it could. People think it could. Okay. So we won't go any further. So we'll, we'll, we'll be respectful and just know that it's on and know that it needs to be turned off when I'm done with it. Sure. But here's my question With those notes, does that become like background noise after a while? No. And you don't see them? No, no. No, we, they definitely help me remember that the pool water is on or okay. fill in the pool. Okay. Or the back gates are unlocked because we want to make sure they, they are always locked right yeah i remember but okay but so they're but they're always posted no there? no only when they're in use oh so i'll pull I, them out of the drawer soldering <laughs> iron on <laughs> so is this is this like a professionally produced note is it like from the label gun it could be but it's not it's just <laughs> sharpie on a piece of white paper oh okay. i could have gone and Typed up fancy little. I want to see it on a magnet. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> put it someplace. <laughs> and they're huge. <laughs> Are they? Oh, yeah. Framed? It could be. Yeah, right. <laughs> you sort through, you got all these little framed ones, and then you put that on the so nail. What's going on right now? Well, I'll pull water on. <laughs> Back in the 80s, in the, the heyday of my studio days, there was a. Uh, one of our jingle customers, who was also a very good friend of mine, would like to get his clients involved in the session sometimes, just for them to participate and feel like that they're part of it. So they sent them out into the studio during a jingle session, and when they would put hand claps on the song. And as we all know, you know, clapping on the offbeat two and four is normal, you know, just when you're clapping to music. When you clap on one and three, we call that white man's disease. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Two and four is your typical offbeat. So the send the client go on out with the singers and put headphones on when you do the hand claps the singers were singing something along the lines are we're going to be your choice for all your needs so the customers out there are singing we're going to be your choice for all your needs and then i stop 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 the tape what's going on it's not two and four well yeah i said on the word two and on the word four i was clapping <laughs> instead of to the beat of the music <laughs> Say, no, Is that no, no. the accountant? Who knows? <laughs> the agency guy or something, or the guy from the grocery store was out there. The yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so he's yeah. out there just you know looking at the music, and he's whenever the word two or four would appear on the oh music, he would gosh. clap and tend to explain to him we're doing this rhythmically. 
not on word cues. And the other one I remember fondly was the my friend Doug called me up and to warn me. He says, just letting you know, the client's coming and he's bringing his sacks. Oh, no. <laughs> and you said sacks of what? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hi, this is Andy. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please be sure to subscribe and share. Remember, laughter is contagious. Help us spread it by telling a friend.